0: What's going on, you guys? Another solo show for me, this guy. Two thumbs. I remember I did that a lot. Uh, I'm going to tell you why Blade Runner 2049 is the Prometheus 2 that I wanted and the world deserved. Uh, Right here on Back Row Movie News. Welcome to thank you for tuning in to the best seat in the house, I uh, dropped me papers, I'm Chase Coupo. Uh, before I burst this episode open, uh, please consider the possibility of maybe giving that video a like and a share and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Now, uh, now, no. uh, Prometheus is my second favorite film of all time. I love Alien Covenant. Still, I'm rather disappointed in exactly how both were handled, especially Covenant. Uh, Prometheus, it was the first step Prometheus, it was the first step in a a refocusing of the Alien franchise. It had been a long gestating project. Uh, Ridley Scott and Fox began working on it back before 2010, I think back in 2009-ish. They went through a lot of ideas and drafts, with the movie notably evolving from a more direct classic Alien film and prequel to the grand sci-fi cousin to the original movie that it ended up being. Uh, Scott was encouraged to focus on the engineers by the studio, actually the engineers are explained to be the species that pilots the juggernaut ship that was in alien that had all the alien eggs called ovomorphs um and uh it began a prequel series that focused on a lot of uh, biblical themes and uh, homages ai the existence of god the search for a god uh, or you know the not the non-existence of it the human condition that's among other things and uh, it's it's bursting at the seams with this kind of stuff and imagery that recalls classic stories, art, and biblical events. It feels so big, and it does it does a nice job of being so different yet so close to the kind of story that Alien was in a weird way. And you know, it has its flaws, mainly mainly the uh, the story. It just it lacks momentum at times, and it features a lot of shit cardboard characters. But still, I think it's a wonderful movie. Fucking love it. And I think it opened up a lot of great avenues to explore just from that story and in the alien universe. It was a good start. Uh, But that seemed to scare a lot of people. It seems there was a large number of people, still is, uh, hardcore fans mainly of the franchise, that disagreed with this new angle and the ambiguous nature of the movie's connection to the franchise so far and what they possibly had planned for the future. Nothing seemed definite and it was hard to discern you know, what they were saying or what they were going to do. It did make a profit, and a sequel, which was already sort of planned, was uh, pretty much immediately greenlit. We had reports of Michael Fassbender and Noomi Rapace already being signed on for follow-ups, and uh, they had plans to follow up on the plot threads and ideas that Prometheus left hanging. Shaw's search for answers, David's growth as a person, you know, from just being a straight synthetic to you know, growing more like a human, and then the engineer's culture and home, the xenomorph's origin, and a lot more. That's when the problems started popping up, though. Uh, Ridley Scott keeps himself incredibly busy pushing out project after project. Prometheus 2 had already taken had already taken shape as Alien Paradise Lost. Great name. Uh, set to draw heavily from the story that its name was taken from and be a journey into a dark, giga-esque world of horror that featured David... <laughs> that featured Shaw and David... But it was still a ways away from being being made. The studio was seemingly denied the rights to use that name, Paradise Lost, or maybe just everyone decided against it, so that changed. Uh, as the name was tossed around and the story developed, it really, really began to change. Uh, Jack Paglin, who wrote Transcendence, uh, was the first to write a script. Uh, that began early in 2013, I believe. And uh, then Michael Green came on and he rewrote, rewrote Paglin's material a year or so later, and uh, then came in John Logan, who wrote Gladiator. Uh, you can hear about Gladiator, too, on the most recent recent episode of Backroom Movie News. He did a heavy, heavy reworking of the script. Uh, at that point, he was brought in. They began to work on the story that would really become Covenant. Uh, he was one, the one who said that he really wanted to focus on creating the dual storyline of uh, horror, similar, similar to Alien, and then while balancing that with what Prometheus started. Rumor is, is that there was 50 Like, literally 15 to 25 different and complete, or at least almost complete, screenplays. Not just, like, drafts or outlines. And, uh, Scott was a blabbermouth the whole damn time. It's nice when directors and stars and stuff, and they want to clue us in on what's going on and talk about it. But I'm telling you, man, he would, uh... It seems that any time he thought of something, or they reworked something in the script... He would, uh, he would go on and on about that and what they were planning for the movie in interviews and stuff... And then he would have it redrafted, or he would change his direction, and then he would he'd go on and on, and then it would be rinse and repeat like that. So we got a lot of conflicting reports of different movies, and uh, to me personally, the way it evolved into what it was, it was just a little disappointing at the end. Uh, once Logan was on board, though, the movie was it was kind of at that point that the studio and Scott agreed on. To me, it seemed as if the studio and Ridley Scott, in a way, they were listening to a really small number of loud complaints and just ran with that. Uh, that being that Prometheus needed to be more like Alien, we needed more body horror and monsters. It's you know needed to be like Alien again. I I think though, no matter what, the movie needed to feel closer to Alien than Prometheus. I do kind of agree. Um, and the sequel wouldn't be successful unless it did that, unless they could m- try and mash. Prometheus with Alien into one and go with that. So I, I do like the idea. It just didn't work. And uh, I'll say it as many times as I have to, guys. I love Alien Covenant. Could watch it all the time. we Will always appreciate it for what it is. And it deserves a lot more credit than what it got. And I, I still wanted something different, though. And I'm not going to say too much about Covenant as it is because I'll save that for a, a part of my series, The Alien Legacy. But uh, now... <clears throat> <laughs> uh, I remember some of the concept art that leaked and uh, had been released online. It's very sort of uh, space-like, watery, sort of a a really dark Star Wars sort of sci-fi. But it, like I said, it was still super dark and giga ass. It was featuring David and the engineers, like on the engineers' home planet. And that's it's basically. I'll, I'll put that if you're watching. I'll put that on the screen. That's basically what I had. I visioned for the i had in mind for the sequel not quite exactly but something in that general direction i was like yes fucking love it keep going guys and now for a commercial break from play comics have you ever been reading through a stack of comics and thought maybe i should see what the sarcom asylum game is all about or been playing marvel vs. capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage since you didn't know who half the characters were well play comics is the show for you I'm Chris, and each episode we take a look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. So whether you know the comics and want to know how all these games work, or you know the games and want to find out where all this craziness came from, go check out Play Comics at playcomics.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And that vision, though, it was that was the one that could have given us a sequel to Prometheus that did such a fine job of existing as Blade Runner 2049 did that's right we're finally getting to the meat of this uh, you can check out the review of uh, 2040, our, our review of Blade Runner 2049 to hear this again but I, I think it's a damn fine movie uh, it's beautiful in terms of design effects and camera work uh, I honestly I can hardly stand it how just on a, just, just a entertainment just looking at it level it's fucking outstanding and uh, it's, it's beautiful in terms of its stories and characters, too. It has such a unique feel. It's very, very much like the original Blade Runner, but it has that updated feel, and it just whisks me away to a world I've never really felt or been in before. It's, I feel it's a, it's a good—it's described well, if you call it an epic. Uh, Kay's journey to self di- self-discovering, it's moving. It actually—it it gets me emotional watching it at this point. That's because I've watched it a couple of times and seen the behind-the-scenes, so I'm attached now. I can't call it perfect writing, but I do really love the story they came up with. It feels profound, deep, emotional, and smart most of the time. Now, my blind love for it maybe magnifies how profound, deep, and emotional it is, but still, it's really good. I I swear, man, go check it out. Uh, It's a movie that acknowledges its predecessor, and uh, it's clear that they had the themes and ideas from the first one in mind while making this, but it takes those questions and the answers to some of them to new heights and it changes. It's it's a it's an evolution. And that's what they that's what you kind of need to do for a sequel like this. So they fucking nailed it. And it, it asks me new it asked new questions and they're relevant to society as it is now. So it's a good mix of what they were thinking about then and then translating it to now. And the story was crafted in the vein that I really wish Alien Covenant was. I think it's clear that Alien Covenant i think it's clear that alien covenant is hiding a slower more thoughtful attempt at telling the story of david's descent and it's hidden just beneath the surface covenant and prometheus by extent tell this tell the uh the continual story of creation it's a sorry cycle of creator surpassing creation creation through and leading to destruction covenant went ahead and made david the creator of the xenomorph much to the dismay of many people. Uh, it supposedly ruined the, the mystique of the creature and made the alien seem less alien. And that is true. I, I do get some of that, and it's okay. But I think the angle that Scott and company took with David made the alien so much more. Uh, David tells, in the movie In Covenant, David tells Walter that he created the perfect organism. He, a synthetic with a knack for creation and destruction, and it's a big no-no when it comes to AI, Who's been stranded for ten years on a planet that used to belong to biogenetic engineers with their DNA-altering pathogen? On a, oh yeah, with their DNA-altering pathogen. Not to mention David's hatred of humanity that's just been festering all that time. So it makes sense that his perfect organism, his perfect orgasm. So it makes sense that his perfect organism is a twisted, dark hunter of all. It exists only to further its own species and uses the bodies and lives of other species to do so, and it does it violently. So it represents, it represents David's dark and twisted soul, dark and twisted version of a soul, which is one of the questions that Prometheus, like a lot of movies, kind of tries to pick at. And it's uh, it sort of framed the beast as the answer to Shaw's questions and journey that were left off in Prometheus. So it did kind of pay that movie off, but just in a, a low-key sort of way. And I think that alone, I think that makes this movie more thoughtful and better than most give it credit for. Uh, then again, once again, I have blind love for this, so this is pretty subjective. But still, I feel like the movie doesn't get enough credit for what it's doing uh, in terms of uh, subtext and themes and stuff and whatnot and stuff. Uh, the, the problem is, though that you have to dig for it and you have to think about it a lot you have to live with the movie which it'd be nice if we always all wanted to do that or had the time or will but that's not for everybody it has to be for a movie you love so in a way that's a sign of a good movie where you, you can you watch it and there's stuff going on and you can look back and say oh this is what they were doing here but then again for casual moviegoers and like casual fans of the alien franchise specifically or, or for hardcore fans that just didn't agree with the direction, it can be pass. It can be easy to pass this movie off as a rushed, loose sequel to Prometheus that tries to be a carbon copy of Alien, and it fails at it. Uh, it has all the good and bad points of Prometheus, actually. So I don't think it was a step up in terms of storytelling. You know, with the characters and some of the pacing, it's just it was the same. So that was disappointing. Uh, and to simplify it here and and gather myself a little bit. I think Covenant took the best thing about Prometheus, which was David, and gave him the old Anakin Skywalker treatment. Now, Anakin, he had a quick and underdeveloped journey to becoming Darth Vader in the Star Wars prequels. As heartbreaking as it is, it doesn't come across all too well. The David, he was a compelling and interesting new character in terms of the franchise and I think sci-fi in general. He was just a little bit, a little bit different than what we've seen before in some aspects. He was sort of a Pinocchio-esque character. He's also a corrupt robot who mirrors his creator in many ways, but has uh, he has more potential and he, he's just kind of better. He was really set up as the devil in Milton's Paradise Lost. Covenant took that sort of gray characterization in, that started out in Prometheus, and it was kind of a, a potentially interesting path to his development, and then it just fucking steamrolled it. Now I, I like the I like the villain that he became, and as I said, there's a hell of a lot that's bubbling just under the surface. But they moved him from the point we left off in Prometheus straight to a maniac, just a psycho killer. And John Logan decided to make up for that by, by uh, crafting very on-the-nose dialogue that mainly consists of him crying, sh- which showing emotion, which is a question when it comes to AI, and quoting poetry. Uh, film, it's a game of crafting stories that pay homage and imitate what the creators have seen before in other projects. The, but the goal is to make something that is your own. But Covenant makes David feel like a compilation of characters and films that we've seen before. That's including uh, Frankenstein's Monster, Blade Runner, Alien, Pinocchio, and, you know, many more. And I still have to emphasize that David was more dimensional and interesting than a lot of people give him credit for. And the fact that the protagonists were presented, I say, so horribly, that the protagonists weren't great. So uh, it it makes... um, so he comes across as a uh, like an overpowered villain. the The protagonists weren't good enough, so he it made him good enough. What they did, everybody, as I'm trying to say, to make him a more effective villain, I feel like they underwrote whether it was purposely or not. the uh, the, main, the protagonists, which you know, sucks. Still though, uh, the dark ending to the movie with David winning, it's bold, not groundbreaking, but uh, but the heroes tend to win in temple cinema especially in this western hemisphere uh, so that dark ending is is nice it's different at this point in time and it fits with the franchise especially with something like Alien 3 the way that ended so I really like the character I fucking love David I think he's he was a really interesting point in Prometheus and it was great that they were taking the franchise in that direction uh, and he does come through as the devil that they set him up to be it just does not come across as well as it should have. Okay, uh, 2049, it's the exact... Blade Runner 2049. It's the exact kind of arena that a violent, dark, ambiguous story based on creation mythology could function in and be amazing. 2049, it's very grand and emotional, and it's just in its look and its writing, and, and it's looking at what it means to be human and what else there is to be, what happens when we we lose our humanity... It felt do- so dedicated to being a, such a great movie that inhabits the universe of Blade Runner. I think comparing that to Covenant, I'd call Covenant a meat byproduct of Alien and Prometheus. It's a, it hides a profound movie, but it's lost in trying to be three movies as once, as well as pleasing literally everybody. Uh, all the casual viewers, the haters, the lo- the lovers, everything. And... Um, I'm never going to forget Ridley Scott being quoted on set as saying, if they want monsters, I'll give them fucking monsters. Uh, he was thinking about directing at one point. He was thinking about directing either Blade Runner 2049 or alien covenant. And he said in, a, in an interview, probably several that he decided on covenant because he thought it would be a better bit. Bu- it would be better business in his opinion. Neither film was any sort of box office success, basically whatsoever. Uh, covenant sort of. So it sucks that he was wrong there. <laughs> for both movies Uh, to simplify and finish this up I think that Blade Runner 2049 was the kind of grand sci-fi epic adult oriented film that Alien Covenant could have been Uh, the covenant that we received it was great in and of itself but even with my love for it we missed out on I think one of the more intriguing stories of the 21st century and uh, that about wraps it up for today Uh, thank you guys for watching appreciate your patience with me on these videos they're gonna get better But I find this stuff to be really interesting. So thank you for checking it out. And uh, please give this video a like and subscribe. Oh, okay. Please give this video a like and a share. Drop a comment below, whether it's anything I talked about today. Tell me how you feel about Alien Covenant, what it could have been, or whatever you want to bring to the discussion. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Backrow Official for updates on upcoming movie news coming to you guys. Uh, Thank you guys once again for tuning in. Uh, Share this video. We have a regular episode up. We have our Bohemian Rhapsody review up. And there's another episode coming in the near future. So thank you once again, guys. We love you. Have a nice rest of your day. Bye.